complaining actually rewires the brain for more complaining. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have with us Craig Groeschel, and he is talking to us about our favorite subject, complaining. How many of you deal with complaining? If you don't do it yourself, I'm sure you have a lot of people around you that complain, and complaining is something that God absolutely does not like, and it does not glorify God in the least. That is something that I am working on, is complaining less and being so grateful for all that God has given me, because he has given me so much. We have so much to be thankful for instead of complaining. Here's Craig for part one of the three-part series. And I want to talk today about something that very likely will impact so many of you. Many of us have the problem of complaining. In fact, even when I even think about this subject in the Bible, my mind immediately goes to the Old Testament when I think about the Israelites. And they, if there was an Olympic sport of complaining, they would gold medal in, this, in the sport of complaining. What's crazy is the Israelites spent years and years and years in bondage, in slavery, and then what did God do? God did uh, a miracle upon miracle. He issued the 10 miraculous plagues to change the heart of Pharaoh. God parted the Red Sea and drowned the, the, uh, the, uh, the army that's pursuing God's people. He fed God's people with manna from heaven, water from a rock. They had clothes that never ever wore out, And what did these people do? The same thing that so many of us do in the middle of our blessings every single day, and that is they whined, they griped, and they complained. And this is how the story goes. It's just almost like my kids in London. Exodus 14, verse 11, they said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve than to die in the desert. We loved it when we were slaves. We loved being in bondage. We hate being free in this place where God provides food for us and clothes. We hate it. We hate it. And this is what Moses said in Exodus 16, 8. This is so sobering to me. He said, you're not grumbling against us, but who are you grumbling against, Moses said. You're actually grumbling against the Lord. Could you imagine if every time we complain in the middle of the enormous blessings that we have, if God in heaven takes it personally and says, you're actually complaining against me after I've blessed you, again and again and again and again. Uh, What I wanna do is I wanna just help you to hear this message um, through the lens of your most common complaints. Uh, Most of us will complain at some point or another. And I want you to think about uh, what is it that you complain about the most? And what we're gonna do in our life groups this week, if you're not yet in a life group, this is the perfect time. We're forming brand new life groups and we're gonna discuss this. And I'll make it real easy. Question number one is this question that we're just gonna talk about. What is it that you complain about most? 
It might be that, you know, for a long time you complained, I'm not married, I'm not married, I want a husband, I'm not married, I want, I'm not married. And she got married and she's not even serving the Lord like I'm serving the Lord. That's just not fair. And I want to be married. And then you do get married. And like, my husband drives me crazy. He chomps on his gum and he walks like this and he chews funny, he looks funny and he smells funny. Whatever it is, you know, you complain about this. It, it might be you complain, my, my boss drives me crazy. I can't stand this job. The meetings are so long and they're so boring. The traffic is so bad. The weather is bad. My Wi-Fi is slow. There's nothing to binge watch on Netflix. And I just want to say right now for a moment, when you start to think about what you complain about, that the weather is not your problem. The slow Wi-Fi is not your problem. The lack of original content that meets your viewing requirements on Netflix is not the problem. The problem is that Satan has taken your eyes off of the goodness of God and placed them squarely on yourself. That is the problem. And let me say it again because I want you to feel this. Our spiritual enemy has distracted us and taken our eyes off of all the enormous blessings that we have around us, off of the goodness of the grace of our God and put our eyes onto the smallness of ourself and that is why we are so prone to complain. Now, what I wanna to do today is I'm gonna let you in on my strategy because I do have a strategy. This would be pretty easy to beat you up pretty good and make you feel guilty because most of us complain. In fact, some of you complained all the way to church today. We're late and we're gonna worship God. We got in there, the donuts are gone and we got to sit in a bad seat and they didn't play my favorite song. And why is he wearing that blue jean jacket, okay? You know, it's, <laughs> you, you, and it would be so easy to, you know, to get up in there and make you feel um, convicted. But more than making you feel convicted, what I wanna do today is I really wanna bring a word of encouragement. And I don't wanna just encourage you not to complain because that's really uh, almost difficult to ask. But what I wanna do is help you take your eyes off of self, put them so on the goodness of God that you're moved beyond the easy fruit of complaining into the joyous fruit of worship because you continue to see the goodness of God. Rather than feeling guilty today, I hope you're gonna feel encouraged and in the encouragement of the grace of God, it'll move you to a higher level of the use of your words because we have reason to give praise to our God. I wanna do it by showing you a text in the New Testament that to me is so profound and powerful. If there is anybody who had reason to complain, it was the Apostle Paul. The text we're gonna look at is a letter that he wrote to the Christians in Philippi, and he was writing from the very place he always wanted to go. I wanted to take my kids to London to enjoy it. Paul wanted to go to Rome, but not for vacation. For him, it was the most strategic city in spreading the gospel all over the world. If he could go to Rome and preach the gospel, he knew that he could spread the message of Jesus all over the world at that time. His top dream was to go to Rome as a preacher. The problem is he got arrested, didn't go to Rome as a preacher, but arrived in Rome as a prisoner and was awaiting very possibly his execution. So you can imagine, I just wanna to go to Rome and preach about Jesus. Instead, I'm in house arrest, chained 24 hours a day to different Roman guards for two years. Feel that. I mean, you, you, two years of your life, you're, uh, you're in a house arrest and you're awaiting your possible execution. 
okay? If I'm there, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm tempted. God, this isn't fair. I've been serving you. All those other people take the easy road out. I've been shipwrecked. I've been snake bitten. I've been beaten. I've been whipped. I've been left for dead. All I've done is serve you. The floor is hard. The food is bad. And this Roman soldier stinks so bad. Would you please deliver him, God, from B.O. in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Whatever it is, I'm complaining about this. And I want you to see what the Apostle Paul from a Roman prison uh, at house arrest writes, and this is what he says in Philippians 2, verse 14. He says to the church in Philippi, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Another version translates it this way, do everything without complaining. That's a pretty high order, do everything without complaining. Why? So that you may become blameless and pure Children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Do everything without complaining. There are so many spiritual reasons why we shouldn't complain. I even like some practical reasons why we shouldn't complain. In fact, there's an author I like, Dr. Travis Bradbury. He wrote uh, the book, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. This guy does a lot of research on complaining and he states that complaining actually rewires the brain for more complaining. In other words, if you are negative, you are, you are predisposing your brain to continue to think more negative thoughts. Negative compounds and begets more negative. In fact, he talks about confirmation bias. In other words, if you assume you're not going to like something, do you think you're gonna like it? No, you increase the odds of being dissatisfied with something. It's a confirmation bias. Some of you decided, you know, maybe it's your first time at church. I'm not gonna like that church. I'm not gonna like that church. I'm not gonna like that church. Well, guess what? Chances are you're gonna get exactly what you thought because you can't see beyond your own preconceived negative ideas. Sometimes I hear amazing women say, you know, all men are jerks, all men are losers. And so everyone you meet is exactly what you think. And I wanna say to you, they are not. There are some good men out there. I can introduce you to at least two or three of them that are begging me to introduce them to you right now. There are good people out there, but you'll see the negative if that's all that you continue to focus on. It's not only spiritual, but it's practical. And I don't know about you, but there's enough negative stuff in this world that I don't need to focus on so much negative, predetermining my mind to be even more negative when there is so much beauty, so much grace, so much of the goodness of God. I wanna train my brain to see what is good. So often what you see is the result of what you're looking for. If you look for God in the world, you're gonna see some goodness. Well, that was Craig Groeschel, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under my Big Fat Mouth, Part 1, Complaining with Craig Grishel. You can also find out more information about him and his church at life.church. Well, that is all I have for you today. I pray that God blesses you abundantly on this day and that you are just filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit because He loves you so much. Have a great day. I'll see you again tomorrow.